श्री कृष्ण बलराम की जाय श्री गुरु वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाय श्री चैतन्य चरितामृत की जाय ओ भक्तवृंद की जाय ओ प्रेम आनंदे वेलकम गुड इवनिंग सो वी कंटिन्यू आवर डिस्कशन रामानंद संवाद Ramananda Samvad. Samvad means conversation, and this is a conversation between Ramananda and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Ramananda is his uh, in a lower status in the social order, hmm? in the low end. Although he is a government official, he's um, very socially removed from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In this setting, who's a sannyasi, hmm? very dignified, a spiritual position. Though their meeting, as we know, is quite uh, curious from an ordinary um, social point of view, given the social context and uh, the social religious structure of the time. Hmm? It's like maybe if if Miguel. One of our peones here and I were to go off into the forest and sit and talk for hours and hours and hours and weep and embrace one another. Everyone, what's Gurmarsh talking with Miguel like that? What's going on over there? So this is what this conversation was like. It was very startling to the uh, public, and so uh, when they, when they first met, so they arranged arranged to meet in, in the evening in a, in a secluded place. We're having this discussion. Of course, it's open for all of us and, us, and there's much to be learned from the fact that they were um, on opposite poles of the social structure, and that'll come in this section that we're coming to now, uh, in which um, Ramananda has, is, is asked by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to speak further, to speak further He had asked him to speak about the meaning of life. What is the purpose of life? The goal of life, highest ideal in life, and how to attain it. So Ramananda has been giving various answers, and for some time, Mahaprabhu said, "That's not good enough. That's external. That's external." Finally, he came to hmm, hearing from great devotees about Krishna, and not trying to work one's way up there physically. Through yoga, for example, which can be very physical, or mentally, through gyan hmm, and introspection unto itself uh, as to the nature of the world or what the scriptures might be um, uh, emphasizing and so forth. So uh, these things are external; hmm. they they are they involve. Um, A kind of a self-assertion. So when Ma, when Ramana said, "Well, if you don't like those things, then," and each thing he's giving, he's citing some verse from the scripture. So these are he cited authentic paths to attain certain ideals within a large uh, kind of circle or arch, if you will, or um, um, hierarchy. Of spiritual possibilities, religious and spiritual possibilities. So when he came to Gyan Shunya Bhakti, just don't make an effort to get grace. Hmm? Position yourself in such a way that that God will want to reveal Himself to you. That he said, Mahaprabhu said, that has some merit. The implication being that, that what what can we do to attract? God's attention by our self-assertion. What is our power? It's all God-given anyway. Hmm? Um, so how can a candle light the sun? Hmm? The light from the candle comes from the sun. What will it do to illuminate the sun? Nothing. Hmm? So our self-assertion unto itself to kind of like storm the gates of heaven and get in, this will not be effective. But if we position ourselves such that 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 the absolute wants to know about us, then then the impossible becomes possible. Pujapad Sridhar Maharaj used to like to give an example that 
that he himself came up with in his youth <clears throat> um, to uh, cast aside uh, uh, the um, effort on the part of family members and friends to to harness his spiritual enthusiasm so that he wouldn't be too extreme. It's good to be religious, but don't be extreme. Go and join the mob and become a sannyasi and so forth. So they tried to hold him back in different ways. Anyway, um, in the context of that, he, he, he came up with, they said, well, God is far away. There's God, no doubt, but he's far away. Like the stars out there, they're far away, so we should be concerned with here and the now. And then he replied, is there anywhere where God is not? And how will how will we know God, who are we are very tiny? How can the finite know the infinite? How can the finite know that which is infinite? It would be mathematically impossible. He said, if the finite, if the infinite wants the finite to know out of its infinite capacity, then the finite can know. What is impossible for the finite is not impossible for the infinite. That's the very nature of infinite. There's no infinite possibilities. Hmm? So it becomes impossible for us. What is impossible for us is is possible hmm? by connection with the infinite. If the infinite wants the finite to know, if God wants us to know, we can know. If God doesn't want us to know, then there's no possibility of knowing. Hmm? So we should position ourselves in such a way as to draw the sympathy of sadhus. Give them an ear, hmm? he said. Hear from sadhus, real sadhus, who speak about Krishna. Hmm? You don't have to change your position. You don't have to have a big education. You don't have to be a Brahmin or change your position in society, socially. Or just have to hear. Hmm? And that hearing... Lending a sympathetic ear to that, this has the power, ultimately, to, to conquer Krishna. He who is Ajita becomes Jita by that. Hmm? We will do things that we've learned from the sadhus is uh, attractive to Krishna. So, imitation of a good thing is a good thing. When I was... Uh, as a young 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 man about your age, I had decided to go and live in in Jamaica, in the hills of Jamaica, and meditate, hmm? um, and become enlightened. That was my my goal. Hmm? Myself and my young pregnant wife. Hmm? That was your age, and we uh, it was uh, we had a ticket for fifty dollars to get to Jamaica from Florida. Hmm? long story, of course, but um, it was New Year's Eve, and I and, and I met the devotees chanting on the street. Uh, actually, I, I, I was directed by some other people. I said, oh, you should meet the Krishna people, because I was talking to them, and they said, this is the kind of person you are. Go there, they told me. So I went there to the temple, and then they went out on Sankirtan for the night, for New Year's Eve. So I went out with them. They're handing out magazines and chanting, and then they stayed the night in Coconut Grove, in a tent, the ashram. And then they wanted me to stay. I said, oh, I'm going to Jamaica, you know, I'm going to live in the forest and meditate and so forth. But at any rate, that morning when we got up, then um, one of the resident brahmacharis says, we take a cold shower. I said, okay. So we took a cold shower. And then, and then he said, "We shave our heads too." I said, "I could see that." <laughs> <laughs> and so he was telling me all these things, you know. So I said, "Well, well, okay. Why do you shave your head, for example, or take a cold shower, or any of the things?" But I said, "Why do you shave your head?" He says, "Because Prabhupada shaved his head." And I thought that's not a very good reason in and of itself, but I, the conviction that he had about that was very that was very moving to me. Like, wow, they really like this Prabhupada, you know. If just they like there's something about him that just they're ready to just whatever he does to, to do to imitate a good thing. So I was very moved by that. Of course, Prabhupada wasn't there, but but I wanted to meet him. Hmm. Of course, I 
It's a long story, but I built a house in a Jamaica, in the forest, in a, in a jungle, bamboo hut. I was the only white person there, living there. And, and I was there for several months. And then I was trying to meditate. I would chant Hare Krishna, Om Hari Om and Hare Krishna, because I had read it on the incense, pack of incense. So I would chant in my mind, I would chant. It was my mantra. But then there were so many mosquitoes that there. I was, I was like meditating, and I thought, this is impossible. <laughs> you know? And then the rainy season came, and my bamboo hut that this fellow was nice enough to help me build got wiped out in the rain. I thought, this is impossible here. I said, meditate like this. I'm going to go and join the Krishna people. Anyway, so that's the beginning of the story. It's got me here today. But anyway, my point is that imitation of a good thing it's a good thing. Hmm. So, I don't know how we got onto that, but, 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 Ramananda said, anyway, you listen, hear from saintly persons, hmm, and you do, you will do the thing, the tendency will be to do the things that they do. We call that sadhana bhakti. They have real feeling. When they go like this, there's an anubhav of, of ecstasy. We go like this, we're imitating them. Hmm? But it's a good thing. It's called sadhana bhakti. Bhakti with the senses. It said, With material senses you cannot experience Krishna. So, But bhakti comes on to the senses hmm? and employs them. This is called sadhana bhakti. And so we do the things that sadhus do because we figure they love Krishna and what they do is somehow attracting the sympathy of Krishna. So I've given an example before. When I was a young, even younger, we used to take the bus to school and we would go and wait and the bus would come. And so then if one girl got a crush on you and then she would find out through the grapevine what was your favorite color or... Maybe you liked apples, and she would show up in a red dress with an apple at the bus stop. Hmm? And so, you'd then you'd become attracted. <laughs> so, so we this is sadhana bhakti. We do things following in the footsteps of saintly persons. Try to attract the sympathy of Krishna. That's our effort. Our effort to get the grace of Krishna to get his attention. Hmm? So, Raman Mahaprabhu liked this. We said, go on from there. Develop this idea. And so he said, this, this, this idea of bhakti that I'm speaking about develops into prem. And this prem has the power to, to conquer Krishna. There are different kinds of prem. So he's, he's speaking about dasya, sakya, vatsalya, and madhurya. Hmm? These are the real forces of the world. Sakya, dasya means the kind of relationship we have with a boss, for example, with the he- el jefe, yes, yes, sir, or with the guru, for a nicer example. We have a relationship as servant of the guru. Hmm? Sakya means friendship between equals. Matsalya means like parental love, and Madhurya means romantic love. So these are the forces of the world. This is what makes the world go round. The problem with it, of course, is that, it, that the, these these uh, forces of love, basic forces of love, they are not centered on an object that is enduring and capable of receiving and reciprocating in kind, because we center it on an ordinary person and that person dies, for example. And of course. Also, we may not give fully and selflessly in that, but um, the idea is, of course, that such things exist, these forces, but if they're centered on Krishna, then that is, this is only, what we have here is a reflection of that only. Hmm? So the teaching is that what you think is real is real, but it's a little off-center. Hmm? So he talked about Dasya for Krishna, Sakya for Krishna, Vatsalya for Krishna, and Madhurya for Krishna. And when he reached this discussion of Madhurya, romantic love for Krishna, what we find in these types of love is more and more intimacy 
more and more power in the love to control the object of love. So as we go up the scale in love, then from dasya to sakya to vatsalya, it has more they have more power to control to bring to harness Krishna, to capture Krishna. Each one, however, it's been mentioned in the last um, discussion we had, each one is perfect for each devotee. Hmm? One may be better than the other from an objective point of view, but subjectively speaking, each devotee is happy with the kind of love that they have for Krishna. And that kind of love comes from the association that they have, the way in which Krishna offers love to you by sending you a guru, for example, and sadhus to influence you with the love that they bear. Hmm? In our sampradaya, the main loves for Krishna are Sakya rasa and Madhurya rasa. Friendly love for Krishna, the cowherd, and romantic love for Krishna, like Radha's love for Krishna. But the romantic love for Krishna, as we'll see as we go on, is a kind of love in which the, the, the devotee becomes a maid servant, a handmaiden of Radha, and assists Radha in her love for Krishna. The person speaking here to Mahaprabhu explaining all these things is Ramananda. He's been um, envisioned differently by different devotees in terms of his relationship with Mahaprabhu in Krishna Leela because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna in a different Leela. So when he comes, then his different associates, Krishna comes, his different associates come with him. Mahaprabhu compared Ramananda to, to, to Pandava Arjuna, hmm? who has a certain type of friendly relationship with Krishna in the city. Hmm? Actually, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, so in that sense, when we look at it like that, this is a re-speaking of the Bhagavad Gita. Because the Bhagavad Gita is between Krishna and Arjuna, but things are reversed here, because in the Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna is asking the questions and Krishna is giving the answers. Here, Krishna, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, was asking the questions and Ramananda was giving the answers. Hmm. And this Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of course, is a sequel to the Krishna Leela. So, from that perspective, it's almost as if Arjuna has appeared again and Krishna is testing him if he really understood the Bhagavad Gita. Hmm. Now, Krishna is asking the questions in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Arjuna, in the form of Ramananda, is giving the answers. And he understood very well. Hmm. The deepest secrets and implications, theological implications of the Gita, which ostensibly on its face is not so much about rasa, it's more about you're not the body and Krishna is, is, is the supreme God and you should surrender to him and so forth. But if we look deeply in the text, we can find, oh, oh that's cool. As our acharyas have, we find, oh, it's very... All the, the highest ideals are there in a seed form and then they, they bloom and blossom and flower in the sequel to the Gita, which is Bhagavat, Srimad Bhagavatam, of course. Hmm? So from another perspective, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, Krishna's Kavirash, the author, identifies Ramananda with Subal. Subal is Krishna's closest friend. Hmm? He is what's called a Priyanarmasaka, a, f- a friend who's very intimate with Krishna. And um, therefore, when Krishna, for example, is in need of solace in terms of his romantic life with Radha, hmm, who's rebuffing him and telling him to go away hmm, at some point, then Krishna in his separation gets solace from Subal, who will speak to Radha on his behalf, who will speak to Krishna on on, on Radha's behalf. And as an intimate friend, he has a connection with, he's in a, in a friendly relationship with Sakya, but his Sakya is mixed with some Madhurya. It's a mixture. Hmm? It's the kind of sentiment we found in, in, our, in our Prabhupada, hmm? expressed by him. <clears throat> so, Krishnadas later he identifies this uh, Ramananda with Subal. Subal is capable of explaining these kinds of things, apparently, in the mind of Krishnadas Kaviraj to uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the form of Ramananda. But in the book of Karvikarnapur, where various associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are identified with different 
associates of Krishna in the Leela. He's identified Ramananda with who? With uh, with Vishaka. Maybe with Lalita. But later Acharyas have identified with Vishaka. So there's different ways of looking at this. But uh, Vishaka, Gopi, is very capable of instructing Krishna about how to, what, what is the nature of Radha's love, which is why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Krishna came to the world as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to experience what is Radha's love for me. Try to get in her head and heart and experience himself from her perspective. This is what he's trying to do. Vishaka is the close friend of Radha, was born on the same day. Her name, Vishaka and Radha, are names for the same constellation, the same star under which they were born. Hmm? So they're very much alike. So Vishaka is very capable of teaching Krishna in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu about Radha's love. Hmm? And of course, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is pursuing what is Radha's love, it's very extraordinary. It exceeds my own experience in love, I have to taste it. Hmm? Then, and we heard about this in the last class, this overflows to the world, so we're getting the benefit of that, his madness, if you will, is overflowing in the form of the chanting. Hmm? And the Yuga Dharma of chanting Hare Krishna has been woven together with preem like a garland, and he's given it to the world. Hmm? We heard that Krishna in Rasalila, hmm? And this is where we left off. What happened? That Krishna left the Rasalila hmm, with Radha hmm, secretly. Hmm. And the other gopis suddenly found that he wasn't there, so they went looking for him. They found his footprints, and then they also found Radha's footprints. Hmm. So they realized he was carrying her at some point, and then he put her down. Hmm. And they saw both footprints. And then Krishna disappeared from Radha also. And then they found Radha, the other gopis, without Krishna. And they all consoled her. Hmm? They knew she was special. Then they went to the bank of the Jamuna and they began to do kirtan, guna kirtan, lila kirtan, kirtan about Krishna's qualities and nam kirtan about his names, of his names, and kirtan about his lilas and so forth. And Krishna was watching them, and he was amazed at the measure of their love. He was overwhelmed. Hmm? And so he appeared kind of sheepishly, kind of shyly, and tried to explain himself, why he had disappeared, and so forth. The gopis were not so happy with him ex externally. They showed some displeasure with him, and some discussion ensued, and he explained to them ultimately, the reason I left hmm, was because I, 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 I sometimes disappear from my devotees just to so that their hearts will grow more fond because if it said separation makes the heart grow fonder. So I wanted to see that. But the measure to which your fondness for me, your love for me, manifest in the separation is bewildering to me. That love is so... Is, what they were going through, he, he, was, he was overwhelmed by that. And he said, so I, didn't, I, I did it only so that your love would increase, but your love increased to such a measure that I cannot fulfill my position, my promise, for example, in the Gita, that as people approach me and surrender to me, I will reciprocate accordingly. I cannot reciprocate in kind for the love that you have for me. Your love is higher than anything I have. So you have to be satisfied with the virtue of your love itself. Hmm? Because it, I, I'm subordinate to that. Hmm? And this is where Krishna thinks, I've got to taste that. That's incredible. I've got to get in that from that perspective and try to taste taste rasa. Hmm? And there, so there, he said, "Your the virtue of your love, its saintliness. You have to be satisfied with the saintly quality of that itself. 
Another way of understanding that, this is where we concluded, if you'll recall, is what he's saying is, your love is so extraordinary, I cannot repay you for it. Hmm? I cannot reciprocate fully. Hmm? I'm indebted to you forever. I can, well, even if it takes a, a day of, a lifetime of Brahma, which is a long, long, long time, I could not repay you. Hmm? But what I will do to try to repay you hmm, is I will become a sadhu and 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 I will make devotees for you. Hmm? And that is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, whose Krishna became a sadhu and he's making devotees for Radha. Hmm? Hmm? So Mahaprabhu heard this from Ramana and he said, this is certainly the highest thing. But if you could... Could you say a little something more? And Raman Ram Rai Kahe Ihar Age Puchehen Jane Etadin Nahijani Ache Vuane. Raman replied Until today I do not know of anyone in this world who could inquire beyond what I've already said. Hmm? He's saying, "You are like blowing my mind." To use a English phrase, with your questioning. Hmm? But I do know something. No one's ever asked me, hmm? but you're asking me, so I do have something to say. He says, "Ihar madhye radhar prem sadya shiromani." Among the loving affairs of the gopis, this romantic love, this Madhurya Rasa, which is so extraordinary, Ramananda said, in Radha's love, in particular, for Krishna, is the zenith, the topmost. Within Madhurya Rasa, there are different types of Madhurya Rasa. Within that, Radha's love, that is that is the best. Hmm? He says, indeed, the glories of Radha, Rani, are highly esteemed in all of the Shastra. Hmm? This is a this is a Gaudiya perspective. The Gaudias feel like this, and they see like this. Most people will say, well, Krishna is great, and they don't know much about Radha, Rani. Hmm? We saying actually, if you really know the scripture, it's all pointing to the love of Radha. Hmm? So, he quote a verse now, hmm? some verses, to establish his point. He's made the point that in Madhurya Rasa, Radha's love is supreme. Hmm? So, if you want to taste love, you want to how you taste Radha. He will teach how to taste Radha's love because you cannot become Radha. But there's a secret way. How you can taste Radha's love. That's where this whole conversation is going. Hmm? But for now, he wants to establish that Radha's love is is very extraordinary. And how will we determine that it's most extraordinary within Madhurya Rasa? Well, how do we ex- uh, determine that Madhurya Rasa was extraordinary in comparison to Vatsalya, Sakya, and Dasya? Because it c- controls Krishna more. It brings Krishna... This is the whole idea of Gyan Shunya Bhakti, right? Ajita Jitopi Asitrayastilokyam. He who is unconquerable, the infinite, becomes conquered hmm? by the finite hmm? through love. Hmm? Krishna becomes a plaything. God becomes a plaything in the hands of Bhakti, Prem Bhakti. Hmm? And now there are different measures of Prem Bhakti. And, and we'll see how Radha's Prem, the Madhurya Prem of Radha, is within Madhurya Rasa is is super extraordinary. So first he quotes a verse from Vishnu Purana or maybe Padma Purana. Hmm? Padma Purana. Yatha Radha Priya Vishnus Tasya Kundam Priyam Tata Sarva Gopishu Saibaika Vishnur Atyanta Bhalava. Padma Purana says, just as Sri Radha is most dear to Krishna. Similarly, 
her bathing place, Radhakund, is also dear to him. Among all the gopis, Srimati Radharani is supermost and very dear to Lord Krishna. So now this is a verse from, as I say, from Padma Purana. Padma Purana is not the main book of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Their main book is the Bhagavatam. And we've seen that thus far that when Ramananda has been citing verses hmm, to establish the excellence of different types of prem, dasi prem, sakya, vatsalya, he's quoted verses, at least with sakya and vatsalya and madhurya from, ba- excuse me, from Bhagavatam. But now he's quoted a verse from uh, Padma Purana. And there's a big difference between Padma Purana and Srimad Bhagavatam. Padma Purana is a sattvic Purana. So it's a Vaishnav Purana. Hmm? It teaches about bhakti. Hmm? And it has a beautiful section in it about Krishna Leela. Hmm? There you can find the names of many cowherd friends of Krishna and gopis and so forth that you don't find in Bhagavatam. Hmm? In Bhagavatam, Stoka Krishna, Subal, Sridam, Dam, Sudam, maybe in one verse, one and a half verses, these names of Krishna's friends are mentioned. Of course, Nanda and Yashoda are mentioned, the mother and father of Krishna. But the Bhagavatam is not uh, singling out and describing in detail the different devotees. But those type of descriptions you can find in a book like Vishnu Purana, Haribam's Purana, hmm? But what the Bhagavatam is focusing on is the bhava hmm, that you won't get from reading Vishnu Purana. Hmm. It is the, 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 the feeling. Hmm. It has the power hmm, when heard through Guru Parampara to give you those feelings. Vishnu Purana doesn't have that same power. Hmm. Hmm. Bhagavatam is this is not what Vishnu Purana is or Padma Purana. They're Sattvic Puranas. And this is Amal, Amal Puran. Amal means spotless. Sattva, Rajas, Tamas, these are the spots. Hmm? The gunas. Tamaguna, Rajaguna, Sattvaguna. Hmm? So the different Puranas are are for people in different Gunas. And Srimad Bhagavatam is Amal Purana and Amal Pramana. Pramana means way of knowing, evidence from a revealed scripture. It is the most spotless and perfect of, of the texts. Hmm? And amongst the Puranas, it is spotless. It means it only dealing with transcendental subject matter. Hmm? And within that, it's only dealing with this Brajalila of Krishna. Hmm? And this Brajalila is all about the meeting of Radha and Krishna and everybody's participating in one way or another, directly or indirectly. Hmm? Hmm? The Bhagavatam is really about Radha's love for Krishna. Jai Radhe. This is the, the call of the Gaudiya people. Vrindavaneshwari. Hmm? She's the queen of Vrindavan. Her love, Krishna is subordinate to. Hmm? He's subordinate to everyone's love in Vrindavan, but Radharani's love is, is supreme. But he's gone to Vishnu Prana because there the name is directly mentioned. Hmm? And it said, she's the topmost gopi. Hmm? And that her kund, Radha kund, this is very special. This has been brought out by the Gaudiya people, the midday pastimes of Radha and Krishna at Radha Kund, where Krishna goes. Krishna goes out every day, cow herding, playing sports in the forest, and then about after lunch, he takes a few friends, a few million friends, just a certain type, those who know about his romantic life, and they go. There's a lot of room, so they go. They tell the other boys, we're going to go visit 
there's some, he said, there's an astrologer in town, a famous astrologer. I think we should go to see him. So all the boys said, yes, let's go. I can't take everybody. That will be too, you know, so some of you stay here with Balaram, a few of us, Subal, and, and um, Madhu Mangal, that's a, uh, a few of you, uh, uh, Ujwal, uh, Kinkani, you come with me, we, we, we'll go. And they go somewhere else, of course. They go to meet the gopis. And they go to Rad- Shamakund, next to Radhakund, and then there the Radhakund midday leelas of Radha and Krishna. And when Krishna's really feeling separation of Radha, he might go to Radhakund and perform austerities and meditation there and so forth to try to... Uh, so it's a very... it's it's it, The kund is said to be like overflowing of Radha and Krishna's love for one another. Hmm? So it has even, it's, it has super power. Hmm? If the two love one another, and the two rivers of love join, and then they cause a flood, goes over the banks. Hmm? So it's a very special place. So it's been mentioned here, and and Radha's name has been mentioned. Hmm? Now, he goes to Bhagavatam. Aniyaradito nunam Bhagavan Haririshvara Yannobihaya Govinda Prito Yamaya Draha So Ramana cites this verse from Bhagavatam. So he, he, some technical details, names are given, some other details about Leelas, and you may think, oh, that's higher book. Finding the names of Radha, Malita, Vishaka, and and some other pastime, but you cannot get the feeling. Hmm. It doesn't have the power, hmm, like Bhagavatam, that those feelings might come within you hmm, for the Brajalila. Hmm. You have to understand how Vishnu Purana is talking about it. Vishnu Purana is, is about Vishnu Bhakti. It's talking about Krishna Bhakti as an aspect of Vishnu Bhakti, hmm, where Krishna appears to be the avatar of Narayan. Bhagavatam is speaking about it in a different way, where Narayan is the avatar of Krishna. Hmm? And the excellence of Krishna and Krishna Leela is measured by the possibility of intimacy with him, rasa and so forth. Hmm? So Vishnu Purana is a, is a Vaikuntha book. There's a semblance of Krishna Leela that shows in Vaikuntha at times. On Janamastami, Narayan will show some Krishna Leela. Hmm? But that is, that is not the same as as Mahagolok, Mahavakunta Maha Goloka. Hmm? So we go to the Bhagavatam, and what does he say? He says, this verse from the Rasalila also. After, as I said earlier, Krishna had left hmm, with Radha. Gopis realized Krishna disappeared. They didn't know Radha disappeared, but they knew Krishna disappeared. So they went everywhere looking for him. And and then they found his footprints. So they were following his footprints. And then they saw there was another set of footprints. They reasoned, his footprints are very deep here. Hmm. And they could see the imprint of them very well. And then, then, then they became less deep, and there was a second set beside them. Hmm. So... People aren't like this now, but you see, when I was a kid, then you'd see these, when I was a kid, you'd see these movies like uh, How the West Was Won or something, you know, and, and the cowboys and the Indians, they would go and they would they would see a broken branch and, they, you know, he went that way, you know, and, and he could read, you know, they'd get on their horses and they'd, he must have gone that way. <laughs> they would smell, you know. <laughs> they were more attuned you know, to nature. They weren't industrialized and alienated from the natural world and, uh, and so forth. So, so gopis, uh, they're not suffering from that. They're very, they're very, they're not alienated from the natural world. They have great, in other words, they have great respect for the natural world, for nature. Hmm? And a closeness to it, of course, from a, and from a spiritual perspective. Hmm. Uh, this is a problem in Western uh, society. There is an alienation from the natural world hmm, and a dismissal hmm, of our spiritual prospect. 
this is what this is called existential loneliness hmm? when we we become alienated from the natural world hmm? we think we're not like animals or plants they're nothing we're everything we can do what we want with them for our purposes hmm? It used to be that I was saying to the devotees the other day, we were walking, maybe it was in the morning, and I looked up and I said, now what is that star next to the moon? And none of us knew. And I said, you know, in times gone by, see, people would, n- would know all the stars. They would stargaze at night because there was no computer to get distracted by and, and think there was something more important than the stars. And to think through as we have our exploiting the natural world with technology for our sense indulgence and so forth and prolonging our physical life or trying to, trying to survive beyond our time. We've, modern society has come to a conclusion. It's moving in the direction of a conclusion. Everybody doesn't agree, but this is the, the majority consensus. There is no meaning out there. It's just dust. There's no meaning out there. Hmm? There's no meaning in here either. Hmm? Hmm. So this is this is what I mean by alienation from the natural world. It's, it causes a, some kind of existential angst and so forth. And when you combine that with then the dismissal of the spiritual prospect that human life really affords us, hmm? then you get what's called existential loneliness. Hmm? Hmm. It's a problem. Hmm. So gopis didn't have that. Hmm. They understood the natural... They, they, the whole world, the natural world is talked about in the Bhagavatam. It's a sacralized universe. The whole universe is looked at from a point of view that if you learn to look at it like that, it will promote experience of the fact that you're spiritual and you're a unit of meaning and value hmm? rather than just atoms bouncing up against one another like pool balls bumping into one another, like raindrops falling on their... Does it mean anything? Hmm? Are your words any more meaningful than just rain falling on the roof, that noise? Hmm? To say yes, they are, and you're a unit of consciousness, and consciousness is not matter, and so forth. So, um, what I'm saying to you is that Krishna consciousness brings us more in touch with the natural world, hmm? but doesn't make an animal out of us. Hmm? It brings us more in touch with the natural world in such a way that we cannot deny or dismiss the spiritual prospect that human life has afforded us. We pursue the spiritual prospect and we come close to nature. And we find meaning and value in, 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 in the world because we see the world in such a way that it promotes an understanding of our spiritual self. So we revere it. It's one of our gurus, hmm? the natural world. We're not beating it up, exploiting it. Hmm? Hmm. It said that if you love someone, they tell you all their secrets. So if you try to fight nature, tie her up, get her wealth, she's not going to hold back. But if you love, then she will tell you all her secrets. And what is the big secret nature has? The big secret is, you are my soul. We are the soul of nature. We didn't know it. Nature can tell us that. This is what the Rishis did. They examined nature hmm? like a student trying to learn. And they, this is in a certain way. And they, this is what they learned. They learned we are a so, we are the soul. As in human life, the soul comes to the surface. Hmm? Very extraordinary. So anyway, gopis they saw. Oh. Here his footprints are very deep in the earth. 
here the impression is less. Hmm? And here we see the footprints of another. So then they thought, like an Indian, you know, oh, like a shaman. Hmm? Oh, he was carrying her. Therefore, the footprints are deeper. Hmm? Now he's put her down. His footprints are less deep and hers are alongside. And who is she? But he's carrying her. And we're looking for him everywhere. He left us secretly. And we see, oh, he left not alone with one of us. Hmm? And therefore they concluded... They're looking at the sign language in the words. They're looking at the signs in, 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 in nature. They're making these conclusions. And what is their conclusion? Anayoraditu nunam. This gopi, anaya, another, radita. Radha means, anaya, aradana means worship. This gopi worshipped, Hari, Bhagavan, Ishwar, Anayaradito Nunam. The fact is, Nunam, the fact is, the truth of the matter is, hmm, this gopi worshipped God, Bhagavan, who's complete, full of all opulence, Hari, who takes everything away, Ishwar, who's the controller, hmm, better than us. This gopi worshipped God better than us, and therefore, yo yan no vihaya govinda pitoyam anayadraha. Therefore, uh, he, Krishna, Govinda, has taken her to a secret place without us. Hmm? So they're, they're, they're reasoning what? This girl is more religious than us. We all wanted Krishna for our boyfriend, for our husband. Hmm? This is what this Rasa Leela is about. Hmm? We met with him at the time of the Vastraharana Leela hmm? when we prayed to Katyayani to have Krishna as our husband and we, we, we bathed every day in the Jamuna up to our necks in Agrahayana, beginning of winter. Hmm? We ate only Habishan, unspiced Kitri, once a day, with our hands behind our back, like this, only as much as we could eat, as long as we could hold our head down. And then we we made our way to the Jamuna, and we bathed there in the cold, and this way we worshipped Katyayani to get Krishna as our husband. Hmm? At the end of the ceremony, hmm, Radha and other gopis, those were a certain type of gopis. Radha and others came. Hmm? And at that time, they bathed with us too. Hmm? And Krishna came with Sridham and Sudam, Kinkini, Vasudam. And they stole our, Krishna stole our clothes and climbed up in the tree. Hmm? Made us come out. Because he saw us naked, then he was... We could never give ourselves to anybody else. At that time, he said, "In the future, we'll make this right. We'll we'll consummate this relationship." That's now happening in Rasalila. He blew the horn, his flute. They came. So now he's they're they're a little bit older, and they're having the Rasa Rasa dance. So, so anyway, and he's he's disappeared. And they think we all worshipped. Of course, they worship Kajani then, but I mean, they're all, they're all praying to God is the idea that Krishna will, that they can get Krishna in their lives. So this gopi must have worshipped him more because she must be super religious. Hmm? Because Govinda's taken her and left us. Hmm? Now, of course, some of the gopis, they could immediately understand that gopi is Radha because they were the attendants, friends of Radha, so they knew the markings on the bottom of her feet. They could see those. So they were very happy to see that. Oh, Krishna's gone. This is where he's gone with Radha. 
other gopis who weren't on Radha's in Radha's group hmm. competing for Krishna's attention. Radha's friends don't compete with her. They try to assist her in meeting Krishna. Other gopis compete. This is for the sake of rasa. Hmm. So they saw, and they spoke this verse, according to Bhakti Vinod. Chandravali spoke this verse, Radha's chief competitor. And she said, someone has worshipped An- Anayaradita. So the name Radha comes from this. Hmm. This is a secret way in which Radha's name is mentioned in the Bhagavatam. Bhagavatam doesn't have time to mention everybody's names and the color of their dress. He wants to speak about the feeling hmm? so that it may come out. And also, Sukadeva is speaking and there are all kinds of people assembled on the banks of the Ganges where Parikshit Marsh has been cursed to die and he's gone to find out what the purpose of life is. Hmm? So when Sukadeva is speaking, he knows some of these things are only for devotees. Some of the people here are yogis and jnanis and philosophers and so forth. So he's reluctant to, to speak Radha's name. Hmm? And also, this is a Ras Shastra. Hmm? Rasa means that the language will be like, like a lover, very indirect, loaded with all types of meanings. Just like if you love someone and you're in the public, then you may talk to him in such a way that nobody knows what you're talking about. Hmm? Only you know. Hmm? You have different names for one another that only you know, hmm? and your own language and so forth. Hmm? So the Rashastras are written like this. They're layered with meaning. They say one thing externally, but they mean something else, and you have to go inside to find out. So this is what how Bhagavatam is. One of the languages of the Bhagavatam. Hmm? It speaks like a friend, like the Puranas. It speaks like a like a king, like the Veda, and it speaks like a lover. Mm-hmm. But those other languages are all bringing to this point in the, in the, in the center of the book this this um, um, love language is is the, is, the, is, the, is the dominant voice. Mm-hmm. And in in rasa in 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 writing, if you're writing drama or poetry, mm-hmm. this is the idea of Raj Shastra. Then it said, if you want to write about the paramour lover hmm? in Paraki above, then the heroine's name is not to be mentioned. Hmm? She is to be described, but not mentioned. In the Leela, it appears that Radha has been betrothed to someone else. Hmm? And she's breaking that off and secretly meeting with Krishna. So she's a Parakiya. Hmm? This is paramour love, Parakiya love, unwedded love. And so the heroine's name is not to be mentioned. Hmm. For different reasons, Sukadev, this means, means again, Padma Purana is not a, not a Rasik, not a Ras Shastra. Hmm. Bhagavatam is. It's also said in some places by some uh, devotees with great feeling that if, 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 if Sukadeva was to mention the name of Radha, he might have passed out here, and then he couldn't have continued. Mm. Perkshit only had seven days. Mm. So he tried to control himself, to check himself. Mm. And in the covert way, he mentions. Mm. And he through his pen, the voice of Chandravali, the chief competitor of, Krishna is say, of, of Radha, is saying, Radha's love is superior to mine. You see? This is why this verse has been quoted, to establish that within Madhurya Rasa, Radha's love is the supreme. Hmm? It's so nice that what this verse really says, we've just given a partial explanation here. What this verse really says is that what? Just see hmm? what is the nature of this gopi's love, of Radha's love. Hmm? He who is Bhagwan possessor of all opulence. He was Hari, who takes everything away. He was Ishwar, the supreme controller. Hmm? He has now taken the form of Gobinda. Gobinda means who gives pleasure to the senses. And he is completely been controlled by her love. He's Bhagwan. He's Hari. He's Ishwar. 
These are all names with Aishvarya from the perspective of the verse. Hari who takes everything away. Hmm? Ishvara who is the controller of everything. Bhagawan, the possessor of all opulence. He has been taken by her love hmm? away from all the other gopis into a private place and as Govinda, he who is the Ishwar, the Bhagawan and Hari is only giving pleasure to her senses. That's what he's doing. Hmm? How much controlled he is by her love. Hmm? He's living only to give pleasure to her senses. What kind of Bhagawan is that? <laughs> what kind of Ishwar is that? He's completely controlled. He's been he's the stealer of everything. He's been stolen by her. He's the possessor of all opulence and she he 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 he, he thinks her opi- having her in my life it, it is is the real opulence of my life. Hmm? Without that, I have nothing. People say I have everything, but I feel without her love, I have nothing. Hmm? And gopis are realizing, what is the position of Radha? This is very extraordinary. Hmm? And Mahaprabhu says something very extraordinary. He says... Please speak on. I am very happy to hear you because a river of unprecedented nectar is flowing from your mouth. Chudikari Radhake Nila Gopi Ganadare Anyapiksha Hoile Premier Gadhatha Naspure. This is the important part, he says. But during the Rasa dance that you're describing, this is the Sarat Purnim in the fall, in the autumn, the autumn moon. Hmm. Krishna did not exchange loving affairs with Radha because of the presence of other gopis, because of dependence on others. The intensity of love between Radha and Krishna was not manifest. Therefore, he stole her away. What's being said here is that Mahaprabhu said, it sounds good, I like what you're saying, it's nice, but it it, it causes a slight problem for me. Hmm? Because what you want to say to me is that Radha's love is supreme. Hmm? And it has completely the the power to completely control Krishna. Hmm? But what we saw in this Rasa dance is is that Krishna... Stole Radharani away. He uses the words here. Churikari. He's, he's, he's a chore, a thief. He stole Radharani away. That means secretly he ran off with Radha. And the other gopis suddenly found that he was gone. Hmm? Mahabhu finds a defect in this. In terms of this example of Krishna sneaking off with Radha fully demonstrating the idea that Radha has the complete power to control Krishna. Hmm? Why? Because he says that Krishna stole Radharani away secretly. Therefore, it, it, it appears that he was afraid of the other gopis, that he was somewhat controlled by the other gopis' love. He's somewhat controlled by their love, and so forth, he had to do it secretly. He's not completely controlled by Radha's love. Hmm? So he's setting up Ramananda. Rama says, okay. Radha laki kopire jari sakshat kuritiag. Tobijani radhai krishner gada anurag. Mahaprabhu goes on. If Lord Krishna rejected the company of all the gopis, if he had done that in front of them, without being afraid of them, hmm, that they might not be happy with him. It means, that, oh, he's so much controlled by them. Then we could understand hmm, that Krishna's affection for her surpassed that of all the other gopis. But that's not what happened. Roy kahe, tobe shunar, premier mohima, tri jagate radha premier nahika upama. Ramana continued, okay, then... Please hear from me. 
about the glories of Radha's love, if you have any doubt about that. Hmm? Her love for Krishna and the affairs between Radha and Krishna are beyond compare within these worlds, within the, within the three worlds. So now he will go on and he will give another example of Leela to show hmm, not only hmm, he will he will he will show what Mahaprabhu wants and more. Hmm? Mahaprabhu wants to see that Krishna loves Radha more than all the gopis. That's what it, that it, that's what you want to say. But I have a doubt if that's actually the case from what you've cited. He says, okay, you want to see that? I'll show you. Hmm? And you're Krishna. <laughs> Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Krishna. I will show you now. Hmm? What what you wanted to see, evidence for what you want, and 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 beyond that. Hmm? I will show you. What is the time? Seven forty. So we'll hear that in the next uh, next discussion. Stay tuned. See Radha Brindabaneshwari Ki Jai. Any question? <laughs> yes. So Radha's attendants were in the Rasa dance? Yes, also. And and in his final book, Rupa Goswami Utkalika, what is that name? Hmm. Um, in his final book, Rupa Goswami uh, demonstrates that he was present even when Krishna stole Radha away. Hmm? And he, he, he witnessed the whole thing. She did. Rupa Manjari. Yeah. Special position of the attendants. You're asking if they were present. Yeah, they were present. Did they dance with Krishna as well? No. Okay. They, don't, they don't want to be directly with Krishna. They want to serve Radha because they know you can't compete with Radha, but if you serve Radha, then whatever she experiences, that will come to you indirectly. Hmm? So I said earlier, what this is going to is how to taste Radha's love. Chandrabali cannot get the same measure of love from Krishna that Radha can as a competitor, but her handmaidens, Radha's handmaidens, they go through the back door. Hmm? How dear Radha is to Krishna is being pointed out here. So those who have completely dedicated themselves to Radha, then how dear they are to Krishna. Hmm? But they don't want to have direct romantic union with Krishna because it's it's not as it's not it's better to have direct service to Radha hmm? because then you become acquainted with all her ecstasy comes comes to you indirectly is the secret secret of Chaitanya Charitamrita the secret of Gaudiya Vaishnava. So, hmm. What else? Another question. For Allah, that means that we have this opportunity to become Priyanama Sakas and. That's it. That's what it's about. Even down to Sakya, not, not Sakya without. Well, Nityananda Prabhu came with other Sakas also, who were not Priyanama Sakas. Hmm? That's true. He came with them, but but this the example. Hmm? Brit Bhagavatamrita, for example, Sarup is a Prinarmasaka. Hmm? And there are other examples, but hmm? but it, it, yes, this is the idea, Prinarmasaka. And 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 Manjari Bhav. Is what the Sampradaya is offering. Hmm? Primarily Manjari Bhav, but overflows there for Priyanarma Sakas. And these are, they're very close. Hmm. You got it. That's the secret. So people want to know what is my sarup? Am I a stone? Am I a tree? Am I a. Oh, this is what's opportunities being offered. The Sampradaya, take advantage of it. It's good. <laughs> it's good. God knows best. 
What else? Any other question? Yes. Um, how about the writings of uh, Goswamis? Uh, I think they do mention the names of Gopis, Ranta, They don't follow this rule. They don't follow the rule. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. But they're, they're, of course, this is Bhakti Rasa. So, hmm. it's ordinary Rasa has its rules and so forth. We, we follow that to a point. I mean, they all follow it to a point, writing, but they're, they do. They, they, they're taking what's, what's in the Bhagavatam and they're, you can say this, they're writing commentaries. Their books are commentaries on the Bhagavatam. They're Leela, Grantas, even there, they're bringing out what the Bhagavatam is saying in a secret way. They're bringing it out more. And within that, there are secrets. And within their writing also. It's very layered. Yes? Where is it described that it's only Swami Bhagavan, Krishna, this dancing with Ratha, and his expansion, which you go via the gopis? Because that's also quite indicative of her. Well, that would be a point of tattva. But it's it's coming, and he will he will cite from Gita Govinda. A little later, further from Gita Govinda, and that is a different rasa dance, Basant Rasa Lila. For example, at that time when gopis were going. The evidence is there in another way. Krishna appeared before them in four, with four arms. They were looking for Krishna. And they paid obeisances to him, four-armed Krishna, and they said, have you seen the, the two-armed one? <laughs> and they weren't interested in him. And he said, go that way. But when Radha, when he, when he appeared before Radha, he couldn't show four arms. That's how she's controlled. He had him so controlled, he could not... He, <laughs> he fully corresponds with her love. That will come later. He'll use another example here from Basant uh, Rasulila, springtime Rasulila. Get to that tomorrow. Yes? He knows and he doesn't know. He's going back and forth. That's the nature of Gorlila. They know, they don't know. In the end, he will see him. He will see Mahaprabhu as Radha and Krishna. Like a revelation. He knows, he doesn't know. All right. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Mukhe Jai Gaur Premanam